Buckle up because we were flying across the pond to the Basilton community in the United Kingdom to sit down with Mike Barnes, who is representing Time. It is an Essex-based music charity focusing on developing the lives of those with disabilities and long-term mental health issues. Throughout their work within the Basilton community, they have created a range of music-based workshops and classes such as therapeutic and sensory-based relaxation sessions, songwriting workshops, instrument tuition, and classes that target the importance of musical skill, confidence, and motor and speech development. One member who has benefited from these services is Gary, a man who suffers with autism and has previously struggled with alcoholism and homelessness, but has since turned his life around and fronts his own band, Caged Arts, holding shows and gigging around the country. Having most recently performed on Autism's Got Talent with his band, Gary has spent the last seven years working with time and now even helps to assist the workshops and classes. He's a real product of how effective these charities can be for individuals as an example for the great work that Mike and the great people at time do each and every day. We're joined by the director of charity and music workshop leader, Mr. Barnes, who goes out and deals with community members, directly bringing them and getting them involved in these exercises and programs. Let's kick it off, Mike. What does mental health mean to you? How's it going, man? Thank you so much for having me on today. I really, really appreciate it. Um, so yeah, it's a good question. What does mental health mean to me? Um, personally, it's mental health is all about the relationship with yourself. Um, we all have like a sort of inner voice and inner sort of like critic, if you were. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like, what's that? What's his personality like? What's that voice in your head? What, what's he like? Is, is he nice to you or is he is he kind of mean? That's what mental health is to me. I love that battling that voice inside your head. You are not alone. Everyone at some point goes listening to their thoughts and keeping it in. There's more harm than good. Thank you for starting us off, Mike. And to everyone listening on, it is time for another show of a mental health break. We are normalizing the conversation around mental health each Tuesday. And today we are joined from the United Kingdom, Mike Barnes. My name is Vincent A. Lancey, and I am your host. I am the author of Mr. Lancey Talks Mental Health and Mental Health Week. And you can check those out on my website, vincentalancey.com, or on Amazon after the show ends. If it's episode number one for you listening on, thank you for stopping by. Each week, I sit down with different mental health advocates and professionals from all around the world to help you on your journey. You never know which story is going to resonate with you the most. Before I bring him back on, I would love to share that this show has been continued to be brought to you by Tampa Counseling and Wellness, dedicated to helping individuals looking to positively transform their lives through compassionate counseling and wellness coaching. If you struggle with depression, anxiety, or other mental health issues, call them today for a free consultation, therapy that inspires change, and you can scroll down in the episode description to check out their info. It's going to be a great episode. Mike is a part of an organization that does so much for breaking mental health stigma, and he has his own personal journey to share. We're going to get both sides to it. Mike Barnes, thank you for joining the show. Thank you so much for having me, man. It's, it's a pleasure to be on. And so cool that, I, yeah, we're reaching <laughs> over to the States as well. It's like, I think it's one of the first times you've really been interviewed by like an American podcast. So it's, uh, yeah, thank you for, for taking the time to speak to a little little British guy. Um, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be great. I'm looking forward to it. I'm more than happy to have you. I know how much value you're going to give to our audience because of the passion you have driving you in the mental health field. Please introduce yourself to everyone listening on, and then we'll dive right into mental health chalk. 
Sweet, yeah. So my name's Mike. Um, I am a 27-year-old musician uh, from the UK. Um, I've sort of been writing and producing music for the last uh, like 13, 14 years. Um, and then that, that sort of led me on to uh, starting and developing the charity called Time uh, Together in Musical Expression. We are a music charity that works with people of all ages, abilities and backgrounds, but we have a particular focus within disability, mental health and dementia. And yeah, our whole sort of practice is based around making music accessible to people, but also using music in a really um, therapeutic way to help people with their, their mental health issues or yeah, just, just to sort of be someone to go to and someone to write a song with, because um, that can really help doing that kind of stuff you know um, such so, yeah, a great service man thank you for all you do i think i don't think i know because i've looked into the company how much good you're doing for the communities and now like you said expanding over into america so who knows what's next for your organization <laughs> but i'd like to touch on your personal journey before we dive back into time would you mind yeah. sharing your personal mental health journey some things you struggled with yeah of course um and yeah i think it's actually a really relevant question because the the reason i'm in the job I'm in now and that um, I, I do time as a living is, is all because of my sort of mental health past. So when, um, when I was a teenager, I, I suffered quite bad with, with anxiety issues. Um, I was incredibly shy and had these quite like destructive thoughts. Um, like, uh, yeah, I, would, I don't know. It, it often like, reflected around school for me and being really scared about being in a class full of my peers and just, I was just obsessed with this idea of like humiliating myself in front of them, like doing something stupid or being made fun of for whatever reason. Um, and that just, yeah, it got quite dark when I was sort of like 13, 14. And I didn't really know what it was as well. I feel like if you've ever experienced anxiety for the first time, particularly when you're young or you've never heard about it before, it can feel like you're dying. Like it feels like you're having a heart attack or like something's just, <laughs> something's just not right. Um, and it's very like such a physical sensation. So yeah, I struggled with that for a really long time and um, uh, lo lots of things, uh, as I'm sure you're aware, like lots of things help you recover from a mental health episode and, and help you move past that. But one of the biggest things for me was uh, learning how to play an instrument and what that, what that led into, like initially, like I, it's just playing an instrument. Well, what, what does that really matter? It's just a, like a fun hobby, but for me, that led into uh, joining a band. Like uh, when I was like 14, 15, I started a band with some friends. Um, and not only did that give me something to do with like creatively with another group of people, mm -hmm. which was already that, that in itself, having an emotional outlet to like write your own music and express yourself through songs and, and playing an instrument. That is one thing, but then um, getting up on stage and performing in front of people like for, some, for a, a guy like me at the time who was incredibly anxious was like, oh my God, I can't do this. I can't get up on stage and, and perform. That's terrifying. What if, what if I, again, what if I humiliate myself? But um, yeah, I remember it really vividly. The first time I had like a proper show, um, I just completely lost myself within like 10 minutes. Like first, first 10 minutes was pretty anxiety ridden, but I just lost myself in in the music and um, being there with my friends. And from there, I was like, well, if I can do that, if I can get up on stage in front of like a couple hundred people and perform, like, why am I worried about sitting in the classroom? They're full of like 30 people, you know, like. Um, so, 
yeah it gave me a huge like confidence boost and it just sort of like climbed up from there really um and yeah so so from there um when I was a little bit older so like 17 18 I uh, decided to do some volunteering and I joined like a local group of um, people with disabilities that were doing music it was just a meet up every week for two hours where people with any form of disability could come and um, get yeah get involved with music and I just saw all this huge impact that music had on, on these people. Um, people from all sorts of backgrounds, uh, uh, from like disability, non-disability. Yeah, it's a big group of like 20 people coming together to just celebrate music, you know, such a beautiful thing and seeing how it affected other people and myself. I was just like, man, I've just got to, I've just got to do this as much as I can. Like I need to make music accessible for as many people so that they can have the same benefits that that I had, you know? Um, and then it just sort of went from there. It sort of just uh, expanded and grew. And um, yeah, we're now like a, a charity and we've got several members of staff um, and we're out full time doing music sessions. It's amazing. I want to applaud you for following your dreams, chasing your passions, because that's in life how we perform our best at something. I also want to thank you for stressing creativity. Something in Mr. Lancy Talks Mental Health, Chris Bridges' chapter, we talk about creativity and the positive effects it has for mental health. We have around 60,000 random thoughts per day we learned while creating this book. And becoming creative is a good way to outlet those thoughts and put them to good use. I thank you for sharing that story as well. You just shared exactly what led you into sharing your story. And I think it's very great to see how far you've come because I would never know that you were a shy guy. You're open oh, sharing you. <laughs> your story and you're crushing life with your company, doing something you love. But I'd like to now ask you for some advice for our audience, short-term or long-term techniques that you'd use to improve your mental health. Yeah, this is such a good question. Um, I don't know if you'll be disappointed that it's maybe mm. not music related, <laughs> but um, for, for me, the two most important things at the moment are um a, a, a walk every morning silly as that sounds like yes. a 20 minute walk um mm -hmm. in the morning before you properly like start up your day um that is just an absolute game changer and once you start to like really implement it in your routine it's like after a month you almost like you almost become a bit addicted to it and you can't you can't do you can't start your day or you can't really function properly without a walk um, getting that light in your eyes and particularly in the UK where you get very limited light as well and if you're in an office working all day you know um, so yeah morning walk 20 minutes that's one big thing and I think the second is uh, really like practicing gratitude um, and the, I think the simplest way of doing that is again once a morning uh, on your morning walk possibly <laughs> to save time just writing down five things that you're really grateful for. Um, again, again, mental health is very personal, but um, for me, like, it's so easy to slip into a mindset of like thinking about things you don't have or like wishes and, and dreams, which can often be a good thing. You need to have things to aspire to be and goals to, to reach. But like, if you're just being consumed by what you don't have and what, what you want down the line, like you do miss out on, how you're like how you are now and what's good around you now so you know even just like 
been in a journal, I'm really glad that I've got like a nice lunch plan today, or I'm so glad that I'm, I'm going to see my mum this weekend. And I'm so glad that I'm healthy. Like just taking a little bit of time, like the smallest amount of time, five minutes in your morning to just re really reflect on those things. Again, for me, has been such a massive game changer. So sorry, in a nutshell, 20 minute walk and write down five things a day that you're grateful for. Wrote that in my notes for the end. The morning routine for me is huge as well. I use exercise as a tool every morning for my mental health, not only physical health. I know everyone who is an active person in the exercise world would agree that the mental health benefits are tremendous. For me, it prevents me from overthinking and really just keeps me right on track. Thank you for sharing that. I would like to circle back now to time. What are some things you guys are doing to raise awareness for the importance of mental health? What are some things we could shed some light on? Yeah, so I mean, we have like a ton of projects and stuff going on at the minute. Um, but what I think one of the main things is we recently worked with a group of stroke survivors. Um, so, and, and this is the thing was where, where we sort of have our niche is, um, you know, mental health is such a huge umbrella term. Like it can, it can fall over so many different categories and working within disability, it's quite a sort of almost specialized way of, of, thinking about mental health and how people experience mental health when they are disabled um, so again for example someone who has um, experienced and survived a stroke um, yes that may be like a physical thing uh, a physical thing that's happened to them but the mental impact that that has is is huge um, so we yeah recently we set up a songwriting uh, batch of workshops with the stroke association which are a uk charity um, and we met up um, every week for, for eight weeks. And Amazing. Over that, over that time of eight weeks, we wrote and recorded and produced a song together. So the, the guys, um, there was eight of them. They're amazing. Um, they all sort of like uh, wrote lyrics about their experiences um, surviving a stroke and, and what sort of like, you know, keeps them going. Um, they wrote like the, the chords and the melodies and uh, added in instruments and yeah, built, built this song around their experience um, and that was a really positive thing for them also we after recording that song we um organized a live show for them so we took them to our Amazing. local town and we we we, we uh, put on a show for them with uh, our local club that gets like 100 150 people every week amazing and for a lot of those people it was their first time performing and i was just like oh man this is like the same thing that you know benefited me all that time ago you feel the nostalgia uh, the through experience them. experience for these, these people. Um, so, yeah, that, that's a big thing. And we're trying to sort of push that sort of single, push that recording and the production uh, and sort of get people talking about not only mental health, but how mental health can affect, you know, people who have survived strokes, et cetera. Thank you for all the work you're doing in the communities. I can't wait to stay up to date with you now that we're connected and I can reshare some of the great things you're doing. If anyone is across the pond, be sure to stop by, find out where they are, say hello to them and make some mental health stigma disappear. Let's hop right into the spotlight story here, Mike. You've done an incredible job this show. And now I want to shed light on the spotlight story. To all my new listeners, at the end of each episode, my guests and I usually go over the story of another's mental health. Someone famous to let you know that you're not alone. But for today, since we have an incredible mental health organization on the show, I want to share an article discussing other great mental health companies that are breaking stigma and get our guests take on it. Maybe some mutual aligned thoughts and visions they share. I'm looking forward to hearing your response. The first one we're going to look at 
is the American Psychiatric Association, the APA. The American Psychiatric Association is a professional organization for psychiatrists. While it serves these medical doctors so they can provide the best level of care to their patients, they have devoted an entire section on their websites to parents and families. And I thought this was awesome because, yes, there is a lot of information available on mental health with the internet, but the problem is there's a lot of the incorrect information or false information out there, and we need to shed light on credible sites. Some things that they have in their resources include a brief but informative definition of major mental health disorders, additional topics covering a broad range of basic information, such as what is mental illness, warning signs of mental illness, internet gaming, and much more. The next organization I want to touch base on is Bring Change to Mind, BC2M. It's a national organization dedicated to fighting the stigma that surrounds mental illness because it's this stigma that often prevents people from seeking help. They educate people about mental illness and offer straight, real facts to eradicate myth and misunderstanding. To encourage people to speak and listen, they provide information and resources like shared stories, just like this podcast. I think that's an incredibly powerful tool, a blog, videos of people opening up about their life with mental illness, and much more. We'll touch on one more before we sign off here today. And I think we are going to now choose the PS, the PTSD Alliance. It exists simply to help people find treatment resources and support for this treatable disorder. A lot of people mask their past experiences, and that's a common thing I'm learning in mental health as I interview a lot of people doing more and more of these spotlight stories, Mike, that in the past we were taught to suppress our feelings, especially as men, and now that does cause long-term challenges. On this site, you'll find pertinent information about PTSD, including exactly what it is, who experiences it, and some eye-opening statistics, as the article says. What do you take away from these organizations, Mike? I think it's amazing. I think, like you say, it's so good to have a really like defined list of great charities and organizations all in one place. Um, and yeah, what? How amazing is that? Just to read through, just just the most yeah, like amazing organizations that are yeah going out of their way to provide uh, like top tier care for for people with with mental issues. And I think again, it's like i sort of said earlier like the the sort of mental health um, umbrella is so wide that it's you know if you say i have a mental health issue that could mean so many things and it's so different for each person so that sort of like almost like intimate details about what, what, ex what exactly what part of mental health is it that you're struggling with and getting the help for that specific thing um because like yeah like we've said like everything's so different and so specialized and um, you know, therapists are amazing. You should always go and see a therapist no matter like where you are in, on your mental health journey. But having specialized help, I think is super, super valuable and so important. Couldn't agree with you more. Thank you so much for an incredible analysis and the whole episode. You crushed it. Thank you for tuning in from across the pond, informing our American audience exactly what your organization is about. Maybe we'll see more involvement with America. I also want to thank you for talking about creativity right behind your organization because of all the powerful ways you can improve your mental health and creativity looks different for everybody. Some create with words like me as an author, some create with pictures as an artist, some create with food as a chef. Everybody's different. Mike creates with music. Some create with math numbers, whatever is in your realm, go after it and get creative. And you also touched on the morning routine. Everyone who knows me or listens to my content knows how important that is in my day. And I credit it with a lot of success. 
Now, please share your website, social media, both you, the company, any ways we can get in touch and say hello. Yeah, thanks, man. It's been great. Thank you so much for having me. Um, yeah, sure. So our, our social tag is Time Essex, um, and that's the same for Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And our uh, website is timemusiccharity.com. And yeah, you can check out what we're up to. We post updates in there like three or four times a week. So you can see all the cool sort of projects and stuff that are going on. And our website has a ton of details and pictures and videos on the, on the kind of stuff we do and the services we provide. Um, we are a charity. So if you'd like to donate to any UK-based charities that assist people musically, um, all the donations go towards life-changing music equipment and music sessions for people who need it. Thank you for sharing that, everyone. Be sure to check out everything they have to offer in more detail behind the scenes and stay up to date with them because the sky's the limit. They have a lot of passionate individuals over there making that dream come true. And we are at a mental health break and Vincent A. Lancey on all social media. And I am at Vincent A. Lancey on YouTube. Of course, my website is vincentalancey.com. Just got redone, so let me know what you think. Mental Health Week and Mr. Lancey Talks Mental Health are both available on Amazon now. Stay tuned for next week on a mental health break. We will see you Tuesday. And Mike, thank you again for tuning in. Thanks, man. See you later.